Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Bad Nick Experience podcast. And today's a very special episode of the podcast because I have my very, very first guest on today. My first guest goes by the name of Ishmael Fegas, and he is currently studying international affairs and political science. So I hope you guys sure enjoyed the podcast today because we definitely touch on a variety of topics affecting the U.S. and the world today. So enjoy. Now we're live, big dog. Big dog. Welcome to the podcast. I'll be uh, my first guest ever. That's that's an honor. Ever an honor, an honor greater than one ever could imagine. Yeah, number one. I mean, there can only be one. There can only be one. Number one. That's why you're number one. Yeah. He was the number one. SpongeBob baby, right there. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, then they found like a thousand hats. Yeah, they, they found a thousand of the same hat. A thousand number one hats. And they all wanted the other hat. What was the other hat? I know. I think it was the one Mr. Krabs was looking for. That was worth a lot of money. No, and then they found a dumpster of all of the, like yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah, yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. But then there was another hat that somebody had. That was. And then they all wanted that hat afterwards. And when they found the dumpster, they saw that guy with the hat and they were like, we want that hat. We'll give you one million dollars. That's a good dude. I need to. Was, need it, the, to watch was it the? Was it the? Was it the? Um. With yeah, the hands. Holy fuck! That pull it up. Like pull it up right now. You got oh, the phone. Geez. Pull it up right, right now. We're about to find out. Yeah, look. I pull this up right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the one. With, like it had hand. Like imagine yeah, a yeah, blue yeah, helmet yeah. with green hands on top, and he's they, they, clapped, they clapped, yeah. clapped. They're joined at the wrist. Yeah. That. Joined at the wrist, like it oh like yeah, this, yeah. The hands yeah. were like a, almost yeah, like a fish, like yeah, a whale like tail. This, in. Yeah. And he goes like this, I believe. Wonderful weather we're having. SpongeBob hat episode. SpongeBob hat episode. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with SpongeBob hat episode. It's the next thing on the Google search. So, well, I guess we're not the only ones to look this up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the fact that we're not the only ones to look this up, though. Spongebob hand hat. Spongebob, he was number one hat. So, the soda drinking hat has its own uh, Wikipedia page. Oh, that's Fandom page. great. Uh, Fandom page. Owners, Smitty Werbin Jenkins Van Jensen, who was the original owner. Then Spongebob Squarepants, the former owner. And then Eugene H. Krebs, the current owner, after getting it back. Tight. Oh, that's right. He gave... Yeah. He gave SpongeBob the hat, like gave him it for like a yeah. dollar, and then like people kept coming, and were like, "Do, do you?" And yeah. he had to convince the. He spent the whole episode convincing SpongeBob, SpongeBob that the hat was haunted. Yeah, 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 he yeah, yeah. It back. And remember the fishing pole he put it through he the put window. A piece of- he put his fucking <laughs> grocery list: eggs, milk, <laughs> bread. And then he had to flip and, yeah. it. And you saw the claw flip. He was like, oh, and he flipped it. <laughs> and then Spongebob. To a ghost. To a ghost. There's uh, a ghost on a piece of paper. Yeah. God. God, how... Why, why did we like that as children? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that's top tier shit if you watch it again now. 
there's so much shit in there that will act, like it'll still make you I, laugh. I think it's even funnier when you're older. Dude, it genuinely is. Like, there's a lot of jokes that we I, looked over as children I and our parents because our parents used to watch it with us. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. I remember my dad watching it with me and laughing and yeah. I thought I was laughing at the yeah. same stuff when we were not. We were just yeah, we definitely were not. completely on two different things. Actually fucking let's see it. What are we looking up? What are we going for? SpongeBob jokes when you're older. SpongeBob jokes when you're older that Play a video for Yeah. Um, he has a doll. Like, well, not a doll, I guess. It's a 
he's a ventriloquist. So he's just carrying, yeah, he's just oh, carrying this, fucker. Yeah, this doll yeah, around yeah, yeah, for like yeah. almost all the show, and, it, and yeah. it speaks, and they act, and they all act like it's a real, yeah, that was a person, that was and then it actually dies. Yeah. They have an episode where it dies, <laughs> oh, shit. where it dies, and they they do a like funeral because the guy is like yeah distraught that it's dead. Oh well, I don't know what intern thought that fucking shit up. I remember Whoa. thinking it was weird as a kid. Yikes. <laughs> uh, kids find stuff not. Yeah. No one finds stuff weird. It's like. Damn, that's wild. Cartoon Network, I'm trying to remember shit on there. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, and Eddie was one. That was a good show. Um, what else? Kids next door. Oh, that was that was a great show. Yeah, that was an absolutely great show. Remember the episode where the the guy had the machine that turned them all to animals? Maybe. It, it was like the craziest episode. Maybe oh. was it animal? Yeah, it was animal. Weird show. Maybe not. Cartoon Network. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I never got into that show. That show. I promise you, you watch it now. That show will fucking freak you out. I, I've heard. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember it being. I thought it was. That's why I didn't watch it. I thought yeah. it was creepy as a kid. Yeah, it was. Like you watch it now as an adult, you're like, who oh, who greenlighted this shit? Who said yes, kids can watch this? Yeah, I never, well, I, I never got into it. What was it like? It was real. Okay, so it was like, about yeah, you give us, give us, yeah, for those who don't, don't know, like for the a, people who haven't seen it, slides a quick synopsis. Um, it's about this old couple, maybe around eighty years old, uh, Eugene and. Muriel, I believe their names were, who live in the middle of nowhere with their um, dog, whose name is Courage, but he's called Courage the Cowardly Dog, and he just lives with these old people out in the middle of nowhere, like buttfuck nowhere, and they have weird shit happen to them all the time, and Courage is the only reason that the two stay alive, because like, they always get into a bad situation. But he somehow has to, like, fight the weird thing. So, like, aliens land in the middle of, like, one episode. They get a murderer. Uh, one time they go into a parallel universe of bananas. Of bananas? It is the weirdest shit ever. What's the banana episode like? Yeah, I know. You know, what let's see the banana episode. I don't know how they got there. I can't remember. I think they ate bananas. And um, they ended up in a banana dimension some shit and then they dressed up as bananas so everything in this dimension is bananas all the people were bananas right so so it was like was it like normal trees yeah and I regular so. roads and shit but everything else but the people were bananas so like right now we're in this car yeah yeah I, I think everything be, else would be was bananas normal. no no I don't think cars would be bananas <laughs> no no not the car or, yeah. me and but you yeah, would be we're bananas in a car correct which is bananas in yeah. itself so yeah. therefore the whole episode is bananas yeah because it's yeah, yeah, we can't yeah. place the fruit. oh yeah fuck they'll get us for that copyright strike yeah but uh, let me it. tell you watch that shit when you get a chance it's so weird courage the cat that's so funny about the parallel universe yeah it? yeah no there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in that show it's like um like Rick and Morty always has those weird parallel dimensions yeah yeah and that's the thing I mean it was I wouldn't say they're like of the same nature, they're, but 
like there's no science in Rick and Morty you feel like there's a scientific reason that that <laughs> almost like there's a real there, there's, there's a legit there, possibility a, yeah, yeah like at some like or yeah. you get the line of thinking at least you see where it makes sense what they're doing somewhat and that it just makes zero sense like randomly a duck and like the world they live on is a normal world yeah yeah so randomly a, like a duck is walking and talking to them and like there's some weird weird stuff actually I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I send you this oh after. I will definitely re- look up watch yeah, this later it's absolutely so wild and do you ever get a RV would I get an RV yeah looking at these RVs. Um, when I was a kid, I always wanted to go RVing. Yeah? I thought it was... I thought being a person that was an RVer was, yeah. like, the coolest thing to be. Yeah. Like, like, in my mind, I was like, that's that's the top. That's the top. That's the best yeah. it gets. When you, you, don't, you don't live at home. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just drive where you yeah. want to go. I wanted to live in an RV so I could wake up and go to school. Yeah. And just wake up and walk out of my RV and be at school. Yeah. In like elementary school, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that would be so cool. You know, yeah. it's wild. My dad, he's uh, about to retire, and he really wants to just say fuck it, get an RV, and just travel for like a year. He's, I feel like it's the way he to go. He wants to do that, like, and then like just live life and like go to every single national park that he can in the U.S. I mean, that's what people do. They yeah. just go sightseeing. Like, yeah. I mean, what else? What, why not? What else yeah. do you have to do? That's yeah. what I always thought about it. It was just like the ultimate, like one of those, right? Yeah, there, yeah, the RV with the, yeah, big, yeah, big ones. It's, you drive it and everything. You don't have to worry about anything. And then um, I remember like one of our neighbors, they went on an RV trip. They drove all the way out to like Yosemite from, from Tampa. Yeah. And I remember seeing the RV and being like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, they had got it like a day before they left. So like the day before we got to like, we were all fucking playing in it. Like elementary school kids, like yeah. running in and out in the RV. It had like compartments, like you could climb in and like hide through. It was like yeah, the coolest yeah. fucking thing. I always liked them um, if, if they had bunk beds too. Not yeah, bunk beds, yeah, but yeah. the bed that was over the, where the driver was. I like that. Yeah, I think oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's got that little yeah, loft yeah, kind of like yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. You just... I always wanted that. I always wanted that. Those were pretty cool. I would totally get an RV. Totally. I've always had the... That's the other thing I've always wanted to do is, like, get a group of people together and, like, get an RV for... Like, going to a festival or... Or even just to go camping. Yeah, Like, get, like, a group of people and just go... Dude, honestly, like... Deck it out. That'd be amazing. Yeah, just, like, one-ass... One long-ass trip. Like, California or something. Either that or like Europe. Yeah, yeah, Europe is Europe, Europe. not RV in Europe, but like no, no, yeah. And you know, it's funny actually. You're almost um, forced to take like trains and shit. Um, so my cousin, she lives um, in the south of France, and she goes to university maybe four hours away. Okay. Closer to Italy. Um, and they always take the train there. Because if you were to take cars, a car, the amount of tolls that you have to pay is ungodly. And each toll is like $40. $40 yeah, a toll? Yeah, like something dumb. And like cities set their own tolls on how much it costs to get in and shit. Oh, it's a city toll. Yeah, so, so like, like every time you go by, you have to pay. So like 
to get from one place to another in France just driving in a car, especially when you get like to Italy, Switzerland, stuff like that. It's dumb money, like in the hundreds of dollars that you spend in the whole trip. That's yeah. Nuts. So is that like because they just? I don't know. They just do it. I mean, and that's like one of the things that people are going on strike for in France. Um, but it I mean, is at the one same, of the what, I thought the main thing was oil. Oil too, like gas prices going up and uh, them being taxed extra and shit. Um, but. Right off the bat, that seems fucking psycho, but trains are so cheap and actually faster. I mean, you spend maybe five, ten dollars extra on a train ticket versus what you would have in gas, and you get there so much faster. So they've got such a good uh, train network in France, which is wild. And then from from my assumption, you can travel almost anywhere by plane. It's like super cheap to go. Plane is plane wise. Planes are pretty too. cheap in Europe, yeah. And that's because like um, it's real in the U.S. So, and this is like based off like the um, the sales of like Boeing and shit and Lockheed Martin, uh, Bombardier. All of Europe buys smaller planes. Right. While the U.S. buys bigger planes, the U.S. buys bigger planes because they have more international flights, flights. to make. Okay. And Europe has smaller planes because they're doing a lot of in-flying yeah, uh, within, yeah, Europe. within Europe. So it's almost as a, it's they pretty much have the same thing we do, but if the U.S. was just going from state to state, and like each state was beefed up by like a population of twenty percent, so uh, they do that a lot, and. The problem is they uh, plane companies make less money like that. Well, and it's weird is you know, they kind of almost have to do that because like there's just a lot of fucking people in yeah. the area. Like and Europe, like Europe, like size wise, mm-hmm. isn't that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people wise, it's I don't, I don't know how. And I mean, obviously compared to the rest of the continent, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah, big. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, and that's the thing. I mean, they um, Europe isn't anything like to like freak out o- over because China and India especially China with a more of a middle oh, class yeah. growing they're taking way more flights within China to other big cities not just leaving China each city has a population of people that actually need stuff like this before that like you just you didn't just go from one side of China to the other unless you were like in the government or like had shit to do now more people can just freely travel to like visit family and stuff. I thought China was building a bunch well, of railways. Though. Well, they, they are. The, they they, they, they are. The, They're doing the they same just thing. It's like a bullet train, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are trying to get like the new Silk Road thing going. They've got like this new. Initiative. Okay, well that's different than what we're talking. We're talking. About, we were talking within here. China. I want to yeah, talk but, about the Silk Road thing for yeah, sure. Yeah. That's that's nuts. I know. I know uh, about that. But um, yeah, the so they're making a lot of railway a to move product. And B to move uh, more people since they have more Product, money. That makes sense. Uh, to I, spend. Was, I thought it was just for commercial. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean there are both. And also, you got to realize your population moving from city to city much more frequently is good for the economy. People spend money in different cities and stuff like that. Um, but China is also doing that with planes, and that's making all other. So, um, Boeing is. The U.S. side of all planes and shit. Right. Lockheed Martin 
is a joint company between Germany, France, and England. I didn't know that. And they, they have, got, like, the biggest military contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, Lockheed Martin is just a little bit bigger than Boeing. And then there's Bombardier, which works in Canada. That's where my cousin, uh, my uncle, he worked for them. Um, so what China's doing right now is threatening to make all their own planes. Yes, I saw that. And them doing that uh, fucks up the... Um, like stock prices of uh, the other companies yeah. and it that's makes shit a lot harder because I mean that's a big market that they're losing but they're already in it but they're already in the market but they would completely lose they're threatening to get they, bigger unless they keep their prices low for China and China so, I know they did they had that one plane that they did testing on and I think one of them yeah yeah didn't fail they did like 9 or 12 test flights yeah 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 it's like it wasn't the up to it standards or so, thing, yeah. so right? So they stopped it, and they're yeah. they're back to crunching the numbers. But they weren't big planes, from my understanding. Yeah, no, they're just like, small ones. That's right. That's what, yeah, just like 60, 70 passenger planes. Yeah, something compared like to like one fifty, yeah, two hundred. Yeah, those big ones, the big boys. Dude, I fucking hate flying. Me too. Yeah, I just get plane sick. Plane sick. Yeah, I, I don't throw up or anything. Sick. Oh yeah, you. Oh, oh for sure. Like from the turbulence or the not yeah. turbulence. Turbulence Altitude. doesn't. Yeah, like just being lightheaded and refiltered air just really bothers me. Okay, just, the refiltered air I could get because I get weird hiccups. Yeah. I don't ever get the hiccups, but I like, just really dislike what? the smell in planes too. <laughs> yeah, like what is the smell of planes? It's really, really hard to explain. Um, first of all, your senses, especially sense of smell is uh, decreased big time when you go in the sky. So I don't know exactly the percentage. That. Okay. And that's why a lot of food on airplanes tastes like shit. Because your sense of taste is diminished, your sense of smell is diminished. So No, I didn't know that at all. Oh yeah, yeah. So let me find out at what percentage. That's why I got rid of airline food because people saying it was shitty. And then they just Well I mean it's always going to be shitty. It just depends how shitty it is. So what's your shit tolerance of food? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where you grew up. And it's not like it's garbage food. They can be giving you a nice sandwich and shit. It's right. just like your senses your can't senses appreciate can. it as much. I didn't know that when you're up high, that's how it is. I did not know that that's how it is. Now, what I didn't also know is the altitude sickness. You're saying you get altitude sickness in a sense? Oh, yeah, is that I from do. the filtered I, air? That, the filtered air, too, I just don't like the smell. and like it, It's not like it really bothers me. I can... I mean, I'll pop out 10-hour flights easy-peasy, but it's just... I like clean air. Okay, so, um... Why does food taste different on an airplane? Yeah. Airplane food is fundamentally different from the food you eat on ground. It, it, in-flight culinary experts who work on the ground specifically select food and uh, drinks based on the how they scientifically change your body during a flight. So your body is pressurized. So if an airplane's traveling 500 miles an hour, that means you are as well. And um, blah, blah, blah. You know, find out why food and drink taste different. <laughs> so they pick certain foods to go yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're telling me there's a reason why we get pretzels on food. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they've got like more potent taste that you can like actually taste. That is... Bizarre. Yeah. That's why we just, they're like, oh, fuck it, just keep drinking soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep 
pumping them with okay. soda. Well, I mean, this is CNN, but uh, fingers crossed. So, if you ever uh, brought a favorite treat along to enjoy on a flight, a special chocolate bar, stacked Thai sandwich, or flaky pastry, you might have noticed it didn't taste great at 30,000 feet. <laughs> Flying has a very real effect on the smell and taste of food and drinks for a number of reasons. Baby cow. Cows. Baby cows. They're like a flock of little baby cows. A flock of cows. What would you call a group of cows? What other words do you have for them? Oh, a herd. A squad. A herd. A squad. A squad. A squad. squad. I think a squad is used for like, I don't remember what animal. Is it herd? Herd for cows, yeah. I know dolphins is pods. Yeah. (laughs) Type of. I'm trying to remember what's a squad. I feel like that's gotta be something small. Make them sound ferocious. Okay, it's like a so here, cats. Humidity goes to near zero when you go up in a plane, so they have to um, artificially make the plane humid. But when there's low moisture in the air, it will dry nasal passages, and this reduces odor and taste sensitivity. So, we're like a humidor, basically. On the plane? The plane? What about? They they make it humid. Yeah, yeah. So we're basically in like a humidor. Yeah, yeah. In planes, yeah. Because there's. They store the best cigars then? They just keep flying. No, 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 no. no. We have to use humidor just so we feel like slightly normal. Humidors on land are like like much, much more humid. I I get that. I was just making like we're like cigars. We're in the plane because we're being in the humidor. I was just making yeah, a connection yeah, yeah. here. And I, yeah, I'm not saying that yeah, um, billionaires are flying planes <laughs> 24-7 to keep their yeah. cigars human. Oh, well, speaking of billionaires flying their planes, oh, what the fuck we go. happened here? It's our RV we can pick up. Oh, yeah. Our um, RV on the side of the room. Apparently, like, private planes are super fucking bad for the environment because of how much people use them. Seems like when they got that much money, they don't care anyways. So. Yeah. Like, Fuck it. They, that report meant nothing to them. Fuck it. Oh. Oh, we're gonna discuss the Silk Road. The, uh, <laughs> oh, the Chinese Silk Road. That's oh, something man. that. So. I feel like a lot of people don't know about. I believe I mentioned to you yesterday or the day before. If we had President Ishmael right now, I'd be up on China's ass because I think they're the number one. Without a doubt, I, I I see that as well. I don't know anybody that doesn't. Well, I don't know how anybody could disagree with that. Well, that's the thing. You're going to get like probably two different answers. First answer is going to be Russia because just of the, just the nature. Of the nature, yeah. But Russia economically is never going to fucking duke it out with the U.S. We're just too big. And all there is maybe the Middle East, like the war on terror, but that's by people who think like it's like extremism coming here. There, it's it's not going to actually compare to what China could actually do to us. So that's usually the two options. But China economically is probably going to fucking overtake us eventually because of like how many moves they're making. The latest poll or uh, Gallup poll or estimate I saw was 2050. They'll pass us. Yeah. They'll be number one. We'll and be the fact two. that, like, number two in the world. Yeah, yeah. And economic wise, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, we yeah. are the greatest in the world. Well, I mean, and that's a problem with nukes, too. Like, 
it puts you on level playing field. We can't fight China physically or everyone's dead. And same thing with anybody else who has nukes in the world. And that's why we're like so ardent on Iran not getting them. Because like we started getting buddy-buddy with North Korea. But that was just because they pretty much can do it now. It's it's more or less yeah. confirmed. They it, can they, they can get it done. They us. Yeah, they can't reach us, but I mean, at that point, they can still nuke Japan. They can still nuke South Korea. What's funny is that people don't know that. Yeah, they have nukes. They just don't have the missiles yet to reach us, which is the threat. Because when they get those, that when they have the availability to hit any target in the world, then there's an issue because... Their hand's that much better when it comes to negotiations. Right, they now have a, a seat at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, and then uh, I mean you can't even blame them for wanting nukes. I hate to say that, but yeah. like they they saw uh, Gaddafi. No, mm-hmm. oh, he. Well, okay, he, they he saw us go after stick, they yeah. go us they saw us go after Saddam Hussein mm-hmm. for alleged mass destruction weapons, yeah, yeah. which let's just say they they got some. Yeah, yeah. And um, then they so Gaddafi saw that and was like, okay, you know what, I'll work with you, yeah. and gave up his nukes or his program or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then. They, we still went in and over. We still went in and, and fucked shit up. Fucked yeah. shit up in Libya. Yeah. Well, now that's nothing. And that's the thing. I mean, there is always there is will like there's just no doubt. There is such a good case against North Korea because of everything that they've done to their people. And like, you you just can't defend them. But at the same time, like you and you know that if a country that you don't like is going to get nuked soon you're going to paint them in the worst picture possible and you're going to make sure that they don't get it so everybody else in the world make sure that there isn't another country with nukes because that means that's one more person that you have to legitimately listen to now yeah yeah <coughs> it's interesting because yeah people think that i mean okay this is my opinion but i've never i've never thought north korea would use the nukes well that's the thing i'm and and, you know, and that's the that's where the difference between Iran and uh, North Korea is. You North, say Iran would use them? I think they might. I think Iran would. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think Iran's just crazy I, enough to do it. I. That's. Put it this way. <laughs> I put it low enough that I doubt it would happen, but I don't think North Korea actually ever had any intention. I no. think under the right circumstances, Iran could fucking launch one out. Um, and that's why I think Iran does. I think they want. They want. And 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 they that's send it right to uh, Tel Aviv, bro. Yeah, well, the, that and that's <laughs> right where, to it. They don't. That's where the whole divide comes down. So, yeah. In yeah. Islam, there are two major powers. There's Iran and there's Saudi Arabia. That's true. Yeah. Saudi Arabia really fucking hates Iran. Absolutely. They've been. They were. They were like in proxy yeah. wars for a while. And they they still Always. in them now. And they're still in them now. Yeah. Like Yemen right now. Israel really fucking hates Iran for obvious reasons. And since we're really good friends with Israel and we're really good friends with Saudi Arabia, we don't want Iran to have them either. No. I, I think, so, I mean, if the truth be told, I think I think Saudi Arabia is pulling some strings to make sure well, that's we're the thing. on their side there. They, some, something of oil under the they've table. They've got such a fat fucking wallet that they can do anything. They don't oh, give yeah. a fuck. I mean, they've had the, they had the biggest... Arms deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. ever recorded exactly. by any president with, with Trump, but okay. yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and it's it's just fucking wild. And the main reason is they don't want Iran to be like the new Muslim standard for the rest of the world because they have ideological differences too. And they also said the second that Iran gets nukes, we're getting nukes. Which and, is right, and they yeah, probably they yeah, they'd yeah. get them in a second too. Yeah, and also that's like prior to maybe. 10 years ago, you'd never see Israel and Saudi Arabia being friends. And now they're now fucking they are, best yeah. buddies, yeah. Um, yeah, a little love triangle with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Us and, and, and that's a that's a problem, I mean. But at the same time, it's not like Iran's helping because they're genuinely fucking crazy too. So. I, I do. I truly believe they do. I mean, they, they they don't even have nukes yet, and they were coming on, like, when they shot down those drones and stuff. Yeah, like... They were coming on saying, like, we were, we were ready to fight. We have, yeah, we have yeah, the greatest, you know, we're, yeah. we're not worried about it. And yeah. it was like, okay, did you not see what we did in, yeah. in um, Iraq? We, yeah. We, they, they were pretty confident, too. Well, and that's the broader problem. We're just talking about how Israel, Saudi Arabia, and the U.S. are friends. Iran is a sub-lone island. And first of all, Iran militarily is probably like five Iraqs combined. And second, they're... Really? But they went to war against each other. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, It was yeah, a yeah. stalemate. Well, that's the thing. It was back then. Now... Now, probably not. After, yeah. Well, first yeah, Iraq doesn't even fucking exist. It got decimated. <laughs> and second, Iran started making... After the regime changed... So first of all, we tried to get a coup in Iran. So the fact that they don't like us is... Justifiable. Yeah, yeah. So we try to have... Because previously they had like the... When did the coup happen? The... Um, was that... Was that... that did they made a movie the, about it? That was during the hostage crisis. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. what happened was previously they had like an authoritarian um, religious leader. Um, like running the shit show. And whenever you mix authoritarianism... Authoritarian regimes right. and religion, especially their view on it, mm-hmm. you get a shit show. So what the U.S. tried to do was plan a coup with a more liberal guy and all that type of shit. It worked for right? a little. There was a sheik that got killed. They called him right. Yeah, I believe he I, was. A yeah, sheik. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, and he eventually got taken out, and um. Iran took the hostages, and this was right while Jimmy Carter was president. Okay. And um, after four years, like, we're really up on them, and then they got their, like, they went even ex- more extreme than they were previously. And then um, the day Jimmy Carter um, was giving uh, the next uh, presidency, right. on Reagan's first day, the, he, they let go of um, the hostages, which was in part because Reagan actually seemed to know what he was doing versus Carter. Reagan, Reagan was about to rain fire. Yeah, and second, um, they wanted to have, like, they wanted to just dissolve all this. They wanted good relations with the next president because if they started off on a bad foot right after election, that was yeah. the most likely situation where they would go down as a country and wouldn't get anywhere. So not only do they get to keep their... Um, Reputation. They, yeah, they, they, yeah, that allegedly, and they get to keep their um, elected guy and the way they want their government, run, yeah, yeah. which isn't a democracy, and they've had that up all the way until now. But also, 
and then like it progresses we're talking about economies their economy got better they got better uh, weaponry while Iraq was going down they just kept on going up they've got a huge population with a lot of scientists and that's why they're able to like actually make nukes and shit and also they're really good friends with Turkey and really good friends with Russia they're definitely friends with Russia Turkey I feel like they have just well, now developed that yeah, no, within uh, the last like two and that's really because that's when Saudi Arabia and Israel's friendship got, like, solidified. Saudi Arabia, under the Obama administration, they hated the U.S. But second Trump became president, they made, they did really well together. Because yeah. Obama yes. had always been against the Israelis, more or less. He didn't like Netanyahu at all because he's technically seen as far right. And Obama did as much as he can not to help them. I do I do recall that being a big issue. And that mixed with not being friend, uh, friendly with Saudi Arabia, because Saudi Arabia was fighting proxy wars that, like, um, made terrorist cells, which was a thorn inside yeah. of the U.S. But once uh, Trump um, became president, and, you know, art of the deal, he likes to, like, Nice deals, baby. He likes getting them deals. Saudi Arabia just went in. First of all, they made it like they treated him differently. Oh, Everybody yeah. was they nice. They, <laughs> they, brought, they well, made him feel and they played him, bro. They yeah, made yeah. Him feel they, like they he watered was the him king, up. And, oh yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. also, they don't really have a strong link, uh, link with Trump. They go for like press uh, for pictures and shit every now and then. But the one actually working the most is uh, Jared Kushner, Ivanka's uh, husband. Okay. And he's the he's a Jewish guy, and he's from Israel himself, uh, or his parents are. So he always wanted like Israel to get like a solid foot in the game. So him specifically met with Mohammed bin Salman uh, in Israel, and they're the ones like making the like how they want to see the world for the next like decades to come in the Middle East. Since they're, I mean, they're the two. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. The, two the two big, big powers, powers right, right, in the Middle right, East, right. and like and they have us backing them up. Exactly. So that's why when Trump became president, president, the first country that he visited once he became president was Saudi Arabia. He didn't go to the UK or Germany or Canada first or France. He went straight to uh, Saudi Arabia, and now they've got a solid deal going on. They like each other. They're making a ton of money, and vice versa. Now they have weapons. And I also I also heard that they um, on a side note but there was a is there a revealed document that the Saudis were staying at a Trump hotel? Oh well, yeah, that, and that's just relatively uh, that's been talked about maybe within the last two three months. Oh, it actually is came coming to light. I didn't know that. Yeah, somewhat. I but, thought that was buried. Well, no, 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 no. The the Democrats are trying to add that to the impeachment thing. Oh, I never three. Um. Yeah, but that's it's unlikely to get anywhere because um, it's just insignificant amounts of money. So I, I don't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it technically, is, it, tech, it is it, technically <laughs> Trump is making money off of it. It was like three hundred thousand dollars. I, I believe so. Yeah, something along. I that. mean, which is so. Which again, which is funny to say that that's it's a lot to me. In yeah, that, but in yeah. that play. But, but in that field, it is in, considered insignificant. Especially I mean, when billions, if not a millions, yeah. if not maybe a billion. So for far in they do. Trump's presidency, it cost him 130 mil for all the golfing that he's done. 
to get rent out hotels in certain places to like make sure everything's cleared and every like everything they have to do so far it's cost 130 million so it's not in the best interests of the Democrats to fucking hammer home the fact that he legally did something wrong but it was only $300,000 then make the moral case on why is this president spending this much amount of taxpayer money to do something like golfing. I didn't know he spent that much. Well, it's not like he's personally spending the money but like you have to house Secret Service somewhere. Right. They have to yeah, get yeah. food. It, it's All the, the transportation. I mean, every... Exactly. But we could go down the list and and every president would have a high budget in that. Well, that's a thing. I Not mean, necessarily for golfing. Yeah, yeah, but and, the, and the, just the yeah, budget yeah, yeah. itself is set very high. Exactly. Because of all the security risks yeah, 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 yeah. And, and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure the golfing's yeah. even more because it's got to be like, all right, no one's on the course today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to give the well, golf and, course and enough that's money part of to it. make it so no one else goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and a lot of the times it's ha- happening at like Trump resorts, but they make sure that it's only cost. Uh, to like um, feed and house like Secret Service, like so the um, Trump think, is making no money off you of it. Think he, you know, you would yeah. ha- how mad would the American people be though if like they found out that Trump was making money off of it? But like, I don't gave, think wait, they but, would but, but, like, but then he gave like like a fifty percent discount to the government. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's <laughs> like, th- he, like he, all right, he already, here's the normal price. Yeah. I'm gonna drop it to half that because it's my resort. Yeah, well, he already has to do that legally. Oh, he, he's not allowed to make a profit off of any of this, but it's still being spent at his place. That's why. Oh, they're not allowed to make profit. Yeah, off no, of he can't, and that's why uh, that's not that big of a deal. And they're trying to, and the Saudi Arabia one, that's where it legally becomes an yeah, issue because, it was them. because yeah, they yeah. are making profit off of him. Yeah. It's a so government. yeah, yeah, that's where it becomes. Do you want to bitch about? Three hundred thousand dollars worth of profit, or a hundred thirty million dollars in the first base got spent, even though there's no profit being made. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And that's what the Democrats have to debate on, on like how to get him impeached. And so, I, here's the other thing I'm confused on: is I, I didn't know there were two articles. There's two articles apparently. Yeah. What's what? So one of them is. Uh, I have to go over it. I. I'm, I'm foggy right, we'll, on everything. We'll pull them up real quick. Okay. We'll pull them up. I want to know the two articles are. Because there's one of them I, I saw. I read it last night. I think it's uh, something about with Congress. So he did something with messing with Congress or processes of Congress. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. Yeah. I don't remember him meddling in that. So I, he, I, I mean, obviously. It was during um, while. Um, People were testifying. He would live tweet about certain things, with, and like they could be taken a certain way by the people, and they could say it was like witness tampering and shit. Um, but let me see. Now, if you're asking me, his no. tweets are always open-ended. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and that's I mean, where you get in the gray area of the chill, law. Greta, chill. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's different. That's, that's ridiculous. What is stuck up the articles in peace? Well, I am. Oh. We've got shitty connection out here. We're at one bar. Oh. Yeah. Who knows bars? We're out here. <coughs> there better not be traffic. It's too late. If there's traffic on this road, we'll never get out. So, Article 1, Abuse of Power. That's the main one. Right. I thought I knew that one. Yeah. 
Article 2, obstruction of Congress. Okay, and, that's the one I don't know. read this. Yeah, it was obstruction of Congress. Sorry, I was kind of right. I kind of was. kind of wasn't right. Dude, these are still on. I don't know. God, we're retarded. Yeah. Okay, okay, now right, this makes perfect sense. Right. So, so, this is again obstruction is, of Congress. Obstruction of Congress, okay, okay. impeachment article 2. Um, certain members of uh, the White House um, staff, like um, Mike Pompeo, okay. were subpoenaed by Congress, and Trump told them to ignore the subpoena, and you can't ignore a subpoena. So, they te- he technically, and that's where you. Um, you get into fuzzy area. Did, oh, because they huh. did, did they did they not go? No, no, they didn't go. They didn't show up. Oh, they actually didn't. Yeah, go. they actually didn't go. Um, and Donald Trump's defense for this is because this whole thing from the beginning hasn't been done the way an impeachment inquiry should. He believes that the Democrats are biased from the get go, which could or could not be true. But how do you test something like that? Because the Democrats made sure that the um, the committee hearings uh, were even by Democrats and Republicans in Congress, which they also still have a majority in. So they made sure that it was 50-50 on, on uh, like everything, the questioning and stuff like that. Um, so it's it becomes harder to say um, the Democrats are biased because although, and actually, I mean, if you know anything about Democrats in Congress, you know they hate Trump. But there's no way to test it, especially when when anything they actually do towards the impeachment inquiry on paper seems unbiased. Yeah. So that's where you get into uh, the gray area, and that's where Trump's um, uh, defense argument is at. Um, and that would make sense in a defense argument. But, like, at the same time, there's, like, schools of thought that you should still always comply with the subpoenas. So, um, and that's obviously going to be the weak one of the two. The, the first one's yeah, the main the one. Yeah, the first one's got way more stick and way yeah. more actual potential. Yeah. This second one, to me, like I, like I said, yeah. I, I, I saw the article, I saw the, head, yeah, yeah. Head, the, the headline, there are two articles of impeachment, and I'm like, too. Wow, yeah, they, yeah. they got him on something else. Yeah, yeah. Alright, let's open it up, and then I'm, you know, reading what the two are, and it mm-hmm. says obs- obs- obstruction of Congress, yeah. and I'm like, I-, I remember thinking, like, I don't recall a time where that was very apparent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's to me, like, that wasn't even something that was really covered by the news or anything. That mm-hmm. they, like, I mean, the other shit you hear about constantly, it's it's going 24-7, it's all that they want, to, they're pushing in your face. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I didn't. When I heard that, I was just like, well, I, don't, I don't know what, what they're trying to get with them all. I don't have the video. They've, they've tried to stick great. them with a lot of things. Um, they, yeah. They kind of put some, some they, well, a couple other things they tried really, really hard. and Put it this way in my mind, the cases they have are virtually bulletproof. The, the Democrats, like, he. It is, the one, the new one. No, uh, yeah, the, but the first one. The first article of impeachment is almost... Yeah, the first one. Yeah, the second one, it's like, sure, I mean, fucking throw it on top. Cherry on the cake, if you will. Um, But the first one, like, from a legal standpoint, is 100%, like, you know, they kind of got him here. And what's currently happening is 
like they're trying to like muddy the waters on the whole thing and not because they know they're right they know that they can't win but just so they can get the support of the American people on their side and that's all they really need if the American people are fine with it they keep them in then more or less they don't give a shit and also there is virtually zero percent chance he actually gets impeached because the Senate won't do it. Yeah. But that's the thing. They're not like, they're not doing, they try to argue that they're not doing this just to impeach him. They're doing it for the moral reason that he fucked up here. We want to be at least seen as Congress who went after him for his fuck up. They don't fully expect that he'll get impeached. But at the same time, during the Nixon impeachment, uh, there was no stomach for it in the Senate as well. Right. But then they eventually impeached him. But also at that time, there was a lot, lot more overlay between Republicans and Democrats unwilling to be able to do something like impeach a president. Because back then, you could argue they were like more morally just. Now people are just on very, their side yeah, no matter very what. Very corrupt. Very, I'm going to stick to my side. Yeah, no matter what, anything. whether it's right or wrong. I can't be down the middle. I have to be right. right. I have to be left. And it doesn't matter. Put it this way. There are maybe five Republican senators who are definitely on the side of right, right. Trump is wrong. Right. But one of them is Justin Amish who is going to be like, I'm pretty sure he's not running for... Yeah. Right. He's not running again. There's like Two people who are probably going to get replaced. They'll super pack them out. Yeah, yeah. Two people who are got voted in in um, districts that Trump won during the election, but they were just able to talk in a way and people believed them enough. And then the other people are just retiring, retiring like Jeff Flake, and people like Mitt Romney who, well, he kicked the dust. Mitt Romney hates Trump. I mean, I mean McCain who kicked the dust. But yeah, Romney too, who really just doesn't like. But you know, it's funny is I mean. Well, one, it's a shame that those people that will stick up for justice are going to get pushed out of the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they will. They yeah. Did, oh, they didn't, you didn't stick with the party, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is absurd, because that's not how our politics used to work. Yeah, yeah. And then secondly on that, it, I mean, I commend those that, that, that go <laughs> after him. That go after him. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they, you should. You have a yeah. chance to be the bigger party. It's like in, um, what were the hearings we watched? We watched, oh, Kushner? No, you no. already said John Kushner. Jared Kushner. Who was the, the FBI son, guy? Or the CIA oh, guy? um, Jim Comey. Comey, yeah. Oh, uh, Mueller. Mueller, the Mueller, yeah. yeah. The Mueller yeah. one was well, that we watched. And, 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 and it was like, okay. Well, my whole thing was, um, which one was the one that had the, the federal tax money? That was one that had a felony. Who had the oh, felony? Oh, um, Michael Cohen. Trump's Trump's Cohen. Lawyer, Trump. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, we watched the Cohen one. Well, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, so Cohen is currently sitting in jail right now. Right, I don't know, but yeah. he came out and just said he was going to say everything, which, yeah. which, again, yeah. And he did, but right now, I mean, we're so far past that. That's no, like, no, no, but yeah. my, my whole point was, it, that's, it, what I'm trying to say is that yeah. they got to a point to where it was just ridiculous yeah. that the Republicans wouldn't even ask, they had the yeah. chance to be the bigger person. If yeah. you really believe this guy is not, you know, telling yeah. the truth, you have a chance to ask him questions, make it look like you guys are doing a fair yeah, and just yeah, yeah. trial. Yeah. But instead, they just attacked him and then defended yeah. Trump. They just said, yeah, you're, yeah. you're full of shit. Yeah. You're a liar. You're a felony. They didn't even ask questions. They and basically just ranted for five minutes to waste their time. And that's the thing. If they at least played the part 
of being fair justice and went against Michael Cohen when from the get-go he said he was going to say everything so they were going to lose that argument no matter what if they played and pretended fair justice they would look so much stronger now for being hardliners I, I absolutely think so yeah I think they dropped the ball yeah. I remember saying that I remember saying that to my but parents that, at dinner I said yeah. how can you guys be happy with them? they were already they were arguing all about it oh he's a liar blah 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 yeah, I'm yeah. Like, okay okay time out if he even was a liar yeah. let's just say I'll agree with you there yeah. he is a liar yeah. okay why did our you my parents voted Republican, I'm sure. Yeah. So, why did you vote for these people and they're not doing they're not doing their job and you're okay with it? You should be pissed that they didn't they didn't step up to the plate. Yeah. Drop their big cojones and ask some goddamn questions. Instead, yeah. they just sat back there and, like I said, they just they just bitched at them the whole yeah. time. And it was like, and I told I sat there and you know yeah. I'm not I'm not left. I'm not super right either. But I was yeah. like I was like I was pissed. I was yeah. like they could have just. And then the, I mean, the Democrats, I think, dropped the ball, too. They kept yeah, I mean, asking the same 12, the question 12 times. Yeah, to hammer the point home, but you can expect that from him. They, they weren't any better, but they just happened to be on the right side of the yeah. case. Yeah. So, um, and the, yeah, I that would say they were on the right side of the case. Well, right, <laughs> not right side of the case. That was the way the case was panning out. Yeah. And obviously, they're going to go against Trump as hard as they can. Yeah. So. And you should have realized from the get-go, if Trump's own lawyer said, I'm saying everything... He's not going to hide anything, so you know you're going to lose this battle. Um, but then, at the time, and this was while the Mueller report was still going on. So, if Trump takes a hard, a hard L from his own lawyer, how are how is the Mueller report going to be perceived? And if they did that, then it could have been different. Because the Mueller report clearly said, like, Trump did wrong, but we can't legally offer you guys an opinion on what you should do about it and that by itself just meant like Trump isn't going to go to jail or anything because it's not like Mueller is saying you should put him in jail although he did say he did stuff wrong so imagine that at the time Trump's own lawyer shits all over him and Congress and Senate say yeah you're right and then they have to go to the Mueller report which is next and they hear Trump did something wrong Obviously, they're going to be inclined, or at least from the public, expected to go after him harder. Right, and, and but from my understanding is that there just wasn't enough... Like you're saying, it no. was that gray area of, like, he did well, do something, and, but we have no proof. And that's, like, the that we just, genius way that he speaks, because there, there's, like... It's not talking in twos, specifically saying one thing and meaning another, but it's talking in a way that certain things are implied. Oh, I said that, yeah. dude, I said that four years ago to, I said it to David. David yeah. and I had a long talk about it on the way to, like, Orlando or something one yeah. day, and I was like, bro, I was like, just look at his tweets. I was like, I don't care if you like him, I don't care if you hate him, like, that doesn't matter. Look at his tweets from a, like, a just perspective, step back. Those motherfuckers can be interpreted any which way you want to. Yeah. And it's exactly... And he, do, he still does it today. And it's like, those that like him, they read that and they yeah. see nothing. And those that hate him read it and see, that is the worst thing he's ever tweeted. And it's yeah. just very... I mean, to me, it's very funny to see that because there's... And then, of course, no other side can see the other side, which yeah, is retarded. Because, yeah. But, like, if you can see both sides of it, 
yeah. Oh my god, it's hilarious to watch yeah, this yeah, shit go yeah. down. It's a, the, the, again like the whole Greta thing, yeah, yeah, which is recent as of like yesterday yeah, was. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, well, and that, that's, in a sense, but that's I, where I get, you yeah, laugh about it. Shouldn't do that. Yeah. But I was like, and then you look at her bio. Yeah. All he did yeah, was yeah, repeat yeah. what was in her bio. Yeah. No, no. Well, her bio was a response to him, actually. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. see, I was so he tweeted that. Okay, okay. Oh, see, that's. I wish. I you, thought. I wish ah, you see, read. I, yeah. I was I'm the one who on showed so it he, to you too. So he tweeted. He it tweeted first, that first, and then she changed it. Oh, okay. So, oh man, that changed things. You would have interpreted see, yeah, because I saw it the other way. But it I is, saw the bio, okay. and so I what saw happened was. My my apologies. Yeah, yeah. Nothing happened. She won Time Person of the Year. When she won Time Person of the Year, he tweeted uh, tweeted those things. After he tweeted those things, Reddit was like, okay, I'm just going to clap back at him. Oh, yeah, I'm just a dumb teenager. I'm currently watching a movie with my friends and chilling. That was a response to Trump. And that's why everybody was like, yo, Trump just got fucking dished out by a teenager. Yeah. Well, I saw like, people yeah. up in arms about it. Well, that's the thing. People get up in arms about, about her. It. Separately, and that's oh, why yeah, there, there's the. Yeah. I didn't. The, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know who she was until the time yeah. I saw. I saw the cover. I yeah, yeah, read yeah. the magazine. I mean, I've <laughs> known her for a while. Of her, um, I've been following her on Twitter for a minute. So she is a fourteen-year-old. Um, fourteen-year-old, but she's an activist for like the climate change. Right? Yeah, climate change. Um, she also is autistic so oh, right. yeah so that's why people get even a little more salty about it that you know you're or uh, she's on the spectrum at least spectrum yeah for sure um, I need to double check what she has exactly so I don't like misspeak um, I, I did hear that though that yeah um, she is on the spectrum yeah yeah so um, but the way she talks and so like high functionality yeah you wouldn't have known if I, I it wasn't told. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that? just like certain ways of like describing things. Like you have to watch a video of her talking, and it makes a lot more sense. And add that on top of English being her second language. Like at her age, they just English learned, is her second language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just and the way she speaks for someone like I mean, it's something to be expected of Scandinavian countries to know multiple languages. Wait, where's she from? Norway. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but like. You think of learning a second language here in the U.S. You think of taking Spanish in middle school and high school. How much do you really remember? Yeah. But, I mean, a kid at her age in middle school, technically, um, knowing that English that well is pretty good. My, um... I have a funny thing about Norway. My, um, aunt at one point was hosting a foreign exchange student who was from Norway. Okay. And they said that their parents came over one time to visit. They had the girl for like a year yeah, and a yeah. half, year, year and a half. Yeah. So the parents would come over every couple, you know, a couple months. Every like three, four months they'd come out. Yeah, yeah. And they flew in one time and stayed with them and they took the dad, um, like the dad of the Norwegian dad, like bowling. They, yeah. they didn't have bowling over there is yeah, what he was yeah. saying. They had no idea. And he like fell in love with it. And yeah. my aunt said that he would be at the bowling alley from like 
10 to 2 in the morning when he would come he'd come visit for his yeah, daughter yeah, and then go to the bowling alley for three months because he didn't have it in Norway yeah, yeah. and he always kept telling him like I'm going to open up a bowling alley yeah. in Norway it's going to be great like yeah. it's awesome and it, it's funny as fuck just because like it's an indoor thing and yeah, it yeah, would yeah. be perfect for yeah, Norway because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do much outside yeah. alright you can go to the bowling Shit's alley that's why yeah. he was up north anyways he's up in Chicago doing yeah. that so like but that, I think cool, that's yeah. funny as fuck they said they they drank yeah, every, yeah. every meal they fucking drink every meal skin I don't know what it is like there's um one I watch Formula One and one of the racers he's uh Finn from Finland actually and they just like you don't think it cause they're quiet fucking people but jeez they go at it you guys <laughs> a different breed man yeah I don't know what different it is different breed of drinkers over there yeah fuck you got Irish yeah, yeah, Irish, they're fucking drunk. Yeah. French have, like, the French and Italian have wine at every I said, I feel like the French, yeah, the French is <laughs> well, that's Italian are just yeah. a little more classy yeah, with yeah. it. They're like, oh, you know, we, we could slam some brews back, yeah, but we're yeah. just gonna, we're gonna sip on wine until we're promiscuous. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much, like, why. Yeah, they drink yeah. the wine to be all, like, ooh. Yeah. That's why I like going to the south of France, because that's where um, my dad's best friend lives. And he's Catholic, so like that's all the family fun. All right, so you got your family that was from uh, south from France. No, no. Okay, your, so your dad's best friend. Sorry, my dad's we just best talked friend. About yeah. yeah. So okay, so the layout of my family in France is we've got two family members or like two groups of family who live in Paris. That's my mom's side of the room. Oh shit. We get just dumb people. We get just yeah, retarded um, people. Welcome to Florida. Um, Never drive in Florida. Yeah, people. right. Never drive in Florida. Jeez. Um. So my mom's family. Uh, she's got some cousins and shit there. Um, South of France. No, this South is in France. Paris. Yeah, I'm giving you a breakdown. So no, these people live in oh, Paris. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought uh, we were talking about the just yeah, the family. We, we, we were. So I was going to explain. Dude, just like, go into that. Yeah, just fuck dive it. into that. Okay, so South of Forget France. It. That's where. That's currently where they live. Um, okay. That's my dad's best friend growing up. And um, when my dad was like 22, 23, he said, fuck it, he moved here. And maybe like two years later, his best friend from France moved with uh, with him to the U.S. Oh, wow. And um, after maybe like five years of living here together, my dad's best friend was dating this chick. And they eventually got married. And she went to Countryside High School, too. They eventually moved back to France, so they moved back to France. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And she's maybe like 25 at this point, and moving into a completely different country. And she's lived in France ever since, like straight from. High what school. a life, bro. Yeah, yeah. From so, high school, she went back. No, uh, I mean relatively. Or 20, 24. Oh, okay. So that's like, that's still yeah, out of college, but yeah. And I mean, now what are they like? 50, so that takes guts. Yeah, so like I, I respect people. She, 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 uh, I, I always mean, want to do it. Part of me always wants to just yeah, move out to another country. And somewhere I, else, yeah. I never, I never. Like, she, I was talking to my dad and her actually. Like, my dad now thinks in English. Well, actually, he has for a while because like he's lived here longer than he lived in France, and she thinks in French now because she's lived in France longer than she lived in. So the you're US. talking about like in their head, like on like, our head right now. Well, we, we talk to ourselves in English. Yeah, yeah, like we're American. They're we're talking like, to themselves in French. Well, 
Yeah, but she does now because That's she's not, lived there long. And my dad thinks in English because he's lived in the U.S. longer than he did in France. Like, eventually there comes some point and then, like, you just think that way. So and I wonder when, if... I wonder yeah. if, if you know two languages and you're not... Like, um... Like, um... Like, I know some people that they, they, are, they live here. They've lived yeah, here for yeah. years, but yeah. they are still very heavy accent. They still speak yeah. the other language at home. Yeah. Their, their home language at home. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, that's kind of how they think. I am. Like, my mom only talks to me in Arabic most of the time. Okay. I just reply to her in English. My dad talks to me in English because he doesn't know Arabic as well as my mom does. So, like, in Algeria, when you speak, we almost go to the extreme because the average... Algerian, they speak 75% Arabic, 25% French, and that's their whole language as a whole, like a breakdown. Okay, wow. With my family, since my dad's side of the family were all born and raised in France, all of just the way I was born and raised in the U.S., naturally they only spoke French. Got it, okay. So, but they spoke Arabic They're French whenever... French-Algerian, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, whenever they go in the summer, they learned Arabic like I learned Arabic, but... They turn, like, the Arabic they learned into, so it's even more French. So my dad, when he speaks, he adds a lot of French to his Arabic. And people in Algeria automatically know because everybody already knows French there. So it's not like it's anything tough for them. Um, but that's why it's also tougher for me because, like, the Arabic that I know is, like, heavily influenced by that. So it makes Arabic even tougher for me. But we're talking about, like, how you think and stuff. There are, like, certain occasions where, like, I won't say anything, but I'll react in Arabic. Like, I'll call somebody, like, a dickhead in Arabic in my mind or whatever. Or, like, I'll... There are, like, certain words that fill in the blank. Right. Or, like, an English word where we don't have the word for it. Okay. Um, and stuff like that. Like, I'll... There are certain things that I'll... Aspects that I'll think of in Arabic. That's but nice. obviously, like, I, I think in English. And, like, at some point, it eventually changes with people. Like, my mom, she didn't book her. She, um, she moved to the U.S. maybe a year, two years before I was born. So she's only been in the U.S. for... She's about exactly half how long she's been in Algeria, half how long she was in the U.S. But she's been thinking in English for, like, ten years now. Wow. So, like, it didn't take her too long. Still, though, that's, like... It's just different. Like, I've never yeah, thought of it. Because I'm yeah. born here, I learned English, yeah, I only know English. Yeah, you move like, to, like, Spain or some shit. Right. And you live there for 20 years, eventually. That's our thing yeah, is, yeah, 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 I'm starting only Spanish. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I had, um, I had a boss, not a boss, really. Like, we were interviewing for a job, and I had one of the, like head executives tell me I should move to like just yeah. like I'm going in for the interview and the day yeah. before the interview he's like yeah man if you ever get the chance you need to go to like Spain and just live there he's like yeah. that you, you you could learn language so easy he's like you could they want people that speak English like at the yeah. bars like yeah. it'd be fine you could live there for like a couple months yeah. or a year he's like you should do it I'm like yeah. I'm trying to get this job yeah, right yeah. now like but still like I you almost gave me the, uh, the liquid courage it's a boat yeah, it's yeah. a boat yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. Because um, also, I want to go back to Algeria. Like, once I graduate, I'm probably going to take a year off. Unless I get into, like, some amazing grad school. But chances of me going to school after this, one in a hundred. And uh, what is your degree at? Currently, it's International Affairs and Political Science. 
the political signs might get changed into religion. I'm not too sure. Because you have to or because you want to? Because I want to. Just Christians want. and do. My main, yeah, my main major that I would look for jobs with would be international affairs. And that's going to be like the the primary one. Like I, right. we were talking about how, um, or Andreas was, how if you can get two diplomas or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you like they, they give you one for the primary. Um, and that's the thing. I was doing the second uh, major on like whatever I'm interested in. And political science, I'd say I'm interested about politics more. But the way political science classes are at FSU are borderline just like government classes and shit. It's not like... So broad- boring. Yeah, yeah, it's not... And actually, <laughs> I, get, very, uh... I get most of my politics that I do enjoy out of international affairs anyways. Yeah, world politics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I was like, fuck political science, I'll probably switch it to religion. Because that's probably the next thing that I'm interested in, too. I feel like world politics, you can be, like, hidden. Like, no one... Like, like who the fuck is our UN ambassador? Do we really know? Yeah. No. No. They could do... They could fuck up shit, and we would yeah. have no idea. Yeah. We'd just blame it on the, well, the people here. You know, it's funny about the UN ambassador. The UN ambassador is one of the ones railing on Trump right now. I, <coughs> I wonder why. Well, this is about the first article impeachment, <coughs> and that's what's really making the first article impeachment strong for the... Democrats because the ambassador to the UN, which also worked with uh, the ambassador to um, Ukraine, said, yeah, there was a quid pro quo. Trump said, we will only give you this if you give us dirt on Joe Biden. And yeah. the, the both ambassadors, uh, ambassadors said, yeah, that's pretty much the only way you could read what he said. But everybody else says, no, he's speaking the way he speaks. But when you get people that high up and the ones doing the decision-making at the end of the day, that's who you should be listening to, more or less. Um, but then it gets us yeah. back to, yeah, they do have a good... And that's why I say it's bulletproof, because of the p- people who did actually show up on and testify. You don't just testify and, like, make shit up, let alone do you testify and have that many people talking about the same thing and agreeing making shit up. So right. they do have a case, but goes back to the Senate doesn't have an appetite for it. And also they're hoping uh, um, what the Democrats' goal is to get this shit done as fast as possible. And they are doing it really fast so they can hopefully get Trump out because people have doubts whether anybody else can beat Trump at the next election. I yeah. personally think it would be no problem beating Trump. But a lot of people don't, and they want. With any. Who? who do you think up there could compete with them? I just out of curiosity. I'm, I'm, I, I, I am because I'm. I don't think there's any. I don't. I, I really think. Well, Biden. It's the tough. Biden. It would be a coin flip. I. It's really tough for me to say. I'd say Trump wins that. Most likely. And yeah, then, I think. So. I mean, I mean, I've seen Joe Biden get fired up once, and that was at a, a town hall. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> to saying, a, a regular civilian, he yeah, got fired for the yeah. first time ever. He got fired up, and yeah. if he's like that against yeah. political, you know, against, yeah, against and that's politics, why, that's quite different. Than yeah, he has a chance. and that's why I don't know. It's it's a really tough one. The one that I'm putting my money on personally would be Bernie, and the reason yeah. for that is Bernie seems to got a lot of energy. Yeah, and. The way the U.S. political system works is really weird because you have the, do we say center, and that's where we're going to pick up most Republicans, 
that's where you'd go with Biden because he's the closest to the center. Yeah, I agree. But Bernie, agree. at the same time, it, he's the farthest left, and he has people like the squad endorsing him. But at the same time, there's a good 10% of um, people who voted for Bernie in the primaries over Hillary in the primaries ended up voting for Trump after that. Oh, yeah. I mean, And that's a high percentage. That, well, that, that's something that, not, that does not get discussed either is the, how the DNC rigged that. Yeah, yeah. Which is absolutely abs- just abs- it's absurd. So, first it's of all, I don't think Trump would have won if... Bernie rightly got the nomination. Think, I don't think he would have either. I think the Democrats legit screwed themselves over by... I mean, first of all, Hillary's a flawed candidate on her own. So that already was one strike against her if she were to go against Trump. Two, doing that, you get a lot of Bernie people upset. And when you get 10% of them voting for Trump over Hillary, then, I mean... License what? plate. Stop. Stop, I gotta get it. You're a fucking puss. Oh. I remember it, and you saw it. I saw it. I saw it, yeah. And it's recorded here. Yes. Um, 9.18. Jesus. (laughs) And I even said I didn't believe that you... I'm telling you, random moments. So, okay, if people don't know, random moments, he sees the number 9.18, and I constantly believe he just sees it because he manifests that he wants to see it. And I didn't believe it just randomly pops up. But, of course, we're driving in the car right next to us. That's the license plate 918. Yeah, dude, it's randomly. there. Randomly. Yeah, so, no. I guess I got to give you the W yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. It holds a little more water now. Um, oh, my God. 428. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. So, a lot of people on the Bernie side are pissed off. Uh, and they went to the Trump camp. But assume that it's Bernie and... Um, Trump now, (laughs) first of all, that 10% is going back. Second, a lot of Democrat... First of all, it's in Democratic nature not to actually go out and vote that much. Republicans always vote at higher percentages than Democrats do. So mix that with a lot of people didn't go because they weren't uh, enthusiastic about voting for Hillary. And the other half didn't go because they just didn't think Trump would actually win. That's a lot yeah. of people on the Democrats that didn't go vote. Well, Stack that with the 10%. I, and also, the third part of that would be the only reason Trump won was 40,000 votes in Pennsylvania, 20,000 votes in Wisconsin. Like, such small margins in swing states that people like Obama won. If they get if they swing those back, then it's it's game over. I mean, yeah, the swing states are always where it really comes. Down yeah, I know. To. But I, I will say it's again they, I mean, again they kind of shot themselves on the foot though because they they portrayed it that he was losing by a landslide. Yeah, well, bro. they everyone was like there's reporters now that have come out and said like yeah we were told to like. It's like it, it, we knew the margins were close, and we were told to not even say that. We were just told to say Hillary was winning by such a monstrosity lead yeah. that it didn't matter. And like, the, so it was trying to. They were trying to like deter people from yeah. voting yeah. because Hillary was Hillary was going to win. Hillary was going to win. Everybody. I remember. I actually believe it or not. I remember winning the election, and I remember being like, I remember seeing the poll and being like, this doesn't make sense. Like, I, I don't, I don't. And again, this was back then, but I, I remember I didn't know many people voting for Hillary. I did know yeah. some. I did, yeah. absolutely. I mean, but I I knew a lot of people that were like, I hate her. Yeah. That was the, I mean, that was the main reason. Yeah. I hate her. I hated her. I didn't like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, 
It was a shitty election. It was a bad candidate. <laughs> it was a that, shitty election all around. And here's the thing, I mean... First election to vote in two. Yeah, 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 right? First election. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it, I only had... First of all, I've, I never... Actually, I only think... I don't think there was anybody in the Republican primaries of 2016 that I really like. Maybe, maybe like John Kasich. But he's probably the most in the middle but I probably still would have picked Bernie over him. So I, at least I picked Bernie for the primaries to say I didn't want Hillary. But, um, and that's the thing. I mean, other than, like, maybe Kamala Harris, who's out, Cory Booker, Julian Castro, and, like, Mike Bloomberg. I don't feel like Kamala Harris would have done anything. Well, yeah, no, I'm saying other than those people. Oh, okay, okay. I like everybody running for president more than Hillary. I like Hillary oh. more than I do those. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 didn't, doubt. I didn't. I didn't flesh Sorry, out. Sorry, I didn't yeah, get yeah, that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like Hillary more than I like Kamala, but I still don't like her at all. Yeah, they're pretty so, cool. So, and, and the, I was trying to say, everybody else running for president now, by leaps and bounds, is better than Hillary. They might be shaky for certain peoples on certain issues here and there but like at least for the most part they seem like alright the closest to her is probably Joe Biden just the male version of her and maybe like less competent Hillary was actually smart in an evil way he's getting a little slow so I don't know about Biden but um, yeah everybody else seems to have energy and at least can play being a nice person I like Tulsi Gabbard yeah, yeah, back, yeah, her, I, I like her, yeah, I, I can't get along with her just because of foreign policy, well, she's like, you know, she's going after, like, Google, well, yeah, I'm, put it Do this, you hear that she's suing, oh, for the Ad. smears and stuff, yeah, well, they're, they're manipulating the searches, basically. yeah, about her, um, She's probably not wrong. She's probably right about that. I don't like her, but yeah, she's probably right about that's that. That's a big thing in itself. And Whether she got, wins and goes yeah, yeah. on, that's a big thing yeah, in yeah. itself. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it shouldn't be happening, especially yeah. in a free and fair democracy. It should be whether... Put it this way. If somebody like Trump has an opportunity to win, when every indication tells you this shouldn't be who you should vote for for president, this isn't the right person, then someone like her, who doesn't fit the norm, should be allowed to either. Um, and that's the thing. That's where you get into, like, the certain pockets of the Democratic Party. So you get a lot of, like, like CNN, NBC, MSNBC, I mean, like, all the mainstream media tend to be, like, the center left, but they're establishment Democrats, like yeah. Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, stuff like that. And then you've got, like, the pocket of the Silicon Valley people who are, like, They've got a weird outlook on the future and how they want to run things when it comes to, like, free speech and shit like that. And just in general, like, yeah, it's people like, in Silicon Valley are, like, sketchy people. Like, free speech, as long as we like what you say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing, like, that's where you gotta draw certain lines because I personally, when it comes to, like, what people are saying is right and wrong, I tend to be exactly with them. I oh, absolutely. To, but, but the way they're handling it is not, yeah, The way they're handling it is still very bad. People, yeah. Like, you're in, when you suppress people, 
what do you expect to happen? It makes it the situation yeah, worse. Yeah, you're just throwing uh, gasoline on the fire. Yeah, it makes it ten times worse when you start suppressing people. And that seems to be their go-to. And that's like that, their that's go-to why people, power move. They're like, that's oh, all why right, some people also it. think they're like almost uh, double agents that they want that happening, and they might be on the other side, and they want it to seem like that there's a blackout of their ideas going on because that's oh, truly what they want. Yeah. I did not think of that. Some they people, truly want it to be yeah, conservative. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're, that's why, they're, yeah. But Oh, I like that. Oh. It, it's a fair thing to think about, but at the same time, you got to think that's how many, sil- how many Silicon like Valley people are three actually. Three-dimensional chess. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, how many are... You, How I many mean, are? Are they really playing their the liberal? Their employees are. Yeah, their employees are. But you think the CEOs are that liberal? I personally think... All, I don't. All things point to them being liberal, put it that way. I, but I've always but thought... I don't see, know, like, now that's something th- I'll, I'll I don't share. Know I've always like, thought... This this will be a, a brief... This will be like a stretch yeah. to say, but this will connect. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. The I've always thought that... Um, like actors and actresses uh-huh. in Hollywood uh-huh. act that they're act like they're very very liberal yeah. in fact they live like millionaires like why do they like yeah, yeah. You know, they're all about spreading the wealth but then they don't ever mention anything about what they do yeah yeah, yeah. like they, they seem like they're <coughs> preaching it but then at the same you know behind yeah. closed doors they're like mm, fuck man well, they got 30 I mean, million dollars that's <laughs> that's a solid tactic on if you want to be a person who gets to keep your money. I mean, you get the millionaires and billionaires who say fuck the poor. That's going to be the poor's first target when they start voting for people like Bernie Sanders or something. But if you pretend that you're on their side, they're going to be like, okay, we'll give these fuckers a pass. They seem to be with us. Um, yeah, we don't want the millionaires. We yeah, just want yeah. the billionaires. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But the I like the conspiracy. I like that. I yeah, like no, that I mean, it's Google definitely. Google them are double agents. Yeah, and, well, I mean, you got to wonder if they are truly liberal, which I think they are, how stupid do you have to be to be blocking these people when it's obviously yeah. having the it, opposite but, and effect? And it's funny just because it not only does it have the opposite effect, or, or will have the opposite effect, the other thing is, like, what it what it shows them as hypocrites. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're, they're proclaiming that they're... The, they always tend to proclaim that they're the free speech party. But then again, but like like you were saying, it comes down to like, okay, well, you're, yeah, we are free speech, but like, you know, we don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a thing. Well, what do you mean? It's, that's, then that's not free speech. But yeah. that, it's very, it's a very tricky, some weird waters we're getting into with the internet there. And, and let's pretend for the sake of argument, we could know exactly what they were thinking. What would we do about it? Because even if I knew for a fact that they were one way or another, and I knew exactly what to do to hurt them, and then they would start acting right, why, like, I would never regulate companies because of the bare minimum that someone like China, their government funding their companies, and that money's not going to stop. So might as well let Google, Facebook, and all these people fuck over the little guys. But at, lo- at least they're still going with their technology, their AI. Because when it comes to U.S. defense, we're not personally spending taxpayer money on something like artificial intelligence or, like, better technology. This is strictly private sector. Yes. So all of these innovations... In America, Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. In America. 
So am I going to cripple these people for doing wrong when it might fuck up America in the grand scheme of things? Because we know China's government funding it and they're going to keep on going. I mean, they already yeah. are probably yeah, going to pass us an AI. China's a machine. Yeah. I'm about pumping shit out. Machine. Like you said, they got that extra extra extension man the government and the companies are and that's the on thing. the same page yeah, and rather than against technically against yeah, each other yeah, yeah. at least in our book it's separate right yeah, 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 there's, yeah. it seems it's, to be it seems right it's the words are that it's yeah. a state and then the government's private there's nothing together yeah, yeah. whereas in China it's state yeah and then company run by the state yeah yeah, yeah. and that's where the problem almost comes like if you're a super socialist person, I mean, that seems like the right thing to do. But, like, you look at success stories like China and shit, where they get, like, the socialism aspect of it on point, but they get, like, certain parts of capitalism so they can keep on growing. And then now looking at China, I mean, zero freedom of speech. And they're almost indoctrinated so far to think what they do think that you can't even change it if you wanted to. Like, there's no will to change what they have currently because in their mind, they perceive it as the way things should be because they're doing well. So, Are you saying that the people view it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. All, there, is no, there is no opposition in China to the party. Like, Well, is that because they... No, they... Well, they genuinely believe it, but they genuinely believe it because that's what they're taught to believe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. And it's not like, oh, we are, we're doing so well. Yeah, it's not we like gotta... North Korea where they're forced to believe it. Uh, that's but, what I'm saying. I'm but, saying they're... No, they're, there's forcing someone like by the stick, the way North Korea does. Okay. And then forcing them it. by leading them along certain yeah. avenues yeah, by giving yeah. them selective media. Yes. So if okay. you only think under a certain line, which they think... And they look around them and say, hey, our economy's doing better. I'm living a better standard of life than my parents did. Then, obviously, someone like America saying, what your government's doing is wrong. They're going to be like, no, nah, they're doing a pretty good job. So, but I mean, at yeah, the same time. Yeah, I see what you're saying. They're fabricated. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. layers to it. It's but, taught it as a child. Like and, and that's where you get to, like, what should governments be striving for? Should be they be striving for quality of life? Because if that's so, China's a good example on how you eventually get there. But when you don't have certain liberties and, like, there's certain things about the world that, like, you just don't know. I personally would rather what I have in America than China. So... Oh, uh, by far. Yeah, so... By far, yeah. Nobility of being mandated and all that. Yeah, like yeah. Skateboarder. <laughs> I couldn't skateboard as a kid. We're about to be in uh, Oh, shit. We're actually... Good old geez. Gainesville, Florida. Is there a Chick-fil-A here? We can definitely get Chick-fil-A. We can yeah. fuck some I've ones. never actually really been to Gainesville. Only driven through. We can hit Chick-fil-A gas and take, take a pause. We, we went like full circle we never went back to the Silk Road though we like started talking about yeah, it yeah um 
the okay. new China. We were just talked about China. That's why I bring it up. So the, we, earlier we were talking about the new Chinese initiative, uh-huh. the Silk Road, and I wouldn't call it the Silk Road initiative, but that's basically yeah. what it is. They're trying to revamp the Silk Road. Yeah, yeah. Even so, better than it was. So what they're doing is they're consolidating a lot, a lot of ports. Well, okay. There's two parts of it. Now, well, I mean, there's the also military. No, well, no, 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 I'm saying there's two parts of, like, the, yeah. just the new Silk Road. There's yeah. the, they're, what they're trying to do is to get train lines directly to Europe. Yeah. From Europe to China. Yeah. There's, like, three they have plans for. Yeah. And they all take a different route to get you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying to get those through. And then you're, then you have what you were talking about, which is, like, mm-hmm. absurd like how much money they're spending on that yeah. uh, which is the ports what they're yeah. trying to do is is they're getting like you're saying they're they're making ports from China like the Chinese the Yellow Sea I believe it is mm-hmm. and they're moving them down the coast they go off like Indonesia I think one's in Myanmar or Thailand don't quote me on that yeah. it's on that tip of the bottom of the peninsula yeah. there's one there and I believe there's one on one of the islands on Indonesia and then they have one on Sri Lanka Sri Lanka it's right under India and then it loops up and it goes I think Pakistan or Afghanistan there's a little strip of land that yeah, yeah, is yeah. I think it's Pakistan I'm actually pretty positive Pakistan, it's Pakistan yeah. and then it goes on and then it goes through the yeah, yeah. And Suez Canal and all that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a bunch of stops in the Middle East and shit, too. Then it goes through there. and They're opening up ports yeah, and waterways ports that they never yeah. had before. They never and had before. What this does is it makes means of, um, like, transportation, uh, not transportation, like, moving product. And, like, uh, I forgot the fucking economics term for it. Like, I think it has line in it. Like, uh, not product line, like... Distribution line. Yeah, yes, yeah, so, uh, somewhat, yeah. Like, your distribution network gets yeah. so much more efficient. The amount of money you're saving and making becomes so much greater. And so, then they go into these poor countries and, and give them, like, ridiculous amounts of money mm-hmm. knowing they'll fold on the loan so then they can just own it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll build you this so, port and it'll be bring you all this great economy stuff. Okay, it's going to cost you $7 billion. Yeah, yeah. And then fucking Sri Lanka comes along and it's like... Can't pay seven billion. They're like, yeah. I'll just fold them. Just default. Yeah. Well, what happens we'll then? Well, we own it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't. We still have the yeah. port here. Yeah, you still have the port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just own it now. It's ours now. Yeah, yeah. We can that's do what we want with it. So I mean, yeah, they get royalties and everything, and that's the problem because, like, more or less, when it goes into like number, like, quality of life of each continent, it's North America, Europe, uh, probably after that, Asia. Then Australia. South America, yeah, well, yeah, if Australia, you those, yeah. Asia, yeah, then Australia, South America, then yeah, Africa. South America, then Africa, which means the most room for improvement is Africa and South America, and that's where uh, China's pushing the most yeah. of their. Okay, um, I heard this that they, I don't know, don't quote me on the numbers here, but I heard that they think Apple might have an Apple. It was a Chinese, it was an American tech company was trying to build like a plant. Mm-hmm. Something to get, pro, you know, materials and maybe do a, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. do a factory there for building the parts because it was it's cheaper in Africa now, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Chinese government came in and I think it was uh, Yahweh yeah, phone yeah. company. Yeah. And because it's an extension of the government, they came in and 
and just upped Apple's. I think Apple was going to give like two hundred twenty million to build yeah, all yeah. this stuff. Don't yeah. quote me on numbers and who it is, yeah, but I know yeah, it was yeah. a tech company. But then the Yahweh people they came in and they offered something like like two billion. They yeah. did just fucking and you got, swing and the, their big dick around. And, and that's and, the problem. That's where capitalism almost fails a little, at least from the U.S. perspective, because usually you want capitalism to work really well because you don't want governments and right. uh, businesses interlinked yeah. because usually what you think of when it comes to that is bad government and turns into bad business which right. makes quality of life go down yeah. but when it's working really really well and the government can dump extra money in their businesses to knock out another competitor. That's when it gets hard. I would say, and when those people have bad morals, it's even worse. I would say the Chinese government is not correct. <laughs> really? Well, because it seems to me, and why I, they might be corrupt, but to an extent, they mm-hmm. seem they might be corrupt because they might take money from like America to get mm-hmm. in that sense. I mean, like in a sense of them or the companies owning them. Mm-hmm. Like, put it this way: reverse in America, it's it's lobbyists and super PACs and uh-huh. corporations that are funding these campaigns. Yeah. Okay. In China, the, they tell the businesses what to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. okay, we're going to play by the business rules. It was like no, the government's been here, the military's been here, uh-huh. and then the businesses came. Yeah. And they built up their own business. Yes, there are a couple few billionaire like Chinese people, but they're kind of like propped up from the government. Yeah. Yeah. Without the government, they're nothing. Yeah, yeah. And I think they know that without the government, they're nothing. And that's because the, the government would come in and seize everything. They yeah. would. You know, they would. Yeah, and that's the thing. I prefer businesses on their own. And but although it's a monster, we can't. Yeah, although yeah. that's the case, that it's not the end all and be all. What you need to do though is go to the next problem, and the next problem is where we need to start taking lobbyists out, making lobbying illegal, and funding because what I think is an easier problem to deal with although it's still a very tough problem is getting out big business from government than it is having government owned business I think government owning businesses is a worse thing to have oh no we shouldn't yeah. have it I'm not advocating yeah, 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 but yeah, I'm saying be- but I'm saying we usually think of when the government and the business are staying together businesses are calling the shots yeah, 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 in yeah. America that's what yeah. we think of the businesses yeah. are running the show whereas in the opposite case is you know Chinese are in bed with the comp- with the businesses yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's the government that's in charge and, yeah, and yeah. running the show and that's the thing look if it was a government that's makes sense then that's where I'd be with them but like when it comes to like free speech and stuff like that I, I think it's just a little too much oh shit there's Chick-fil-A here we are here yeah we were getting to the Chick-fil-A yes oh man You've been to this one before? I, I have feel like you have. Yeah, of course. I, I've, I've made some stops. I've right. made some stops in my day of driving. Yeah, we'll, we'll run you because I got We'll take a little break here. Well, well you know, we've, nice we've, we've discussed quite a lot here today. Uh, yeah? I think, I think we're going to call it. I think we're going to call it now. Uh, it works. We've, we've had a lot. Yeah. I like well, I uh, appreciate you being the first guest on the podcast. Yeah, I and, um, it, yeah. We don't have to. We'll have to uh, do this again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go get some food. Uh, I'm ready for it. Wrap it. Peace.